If you think about it, our ancestors went long periods without eating. Fasting wasn't what they called it. It's just what they did. And that didn't limit them from exercising, moving, working on the farm, doing the many things that they had to do. Their day was often very active. The things that we take for granted that are easy now, they often had to make themselves. They often had to go far and wide to access. So the concept of moving our body, being physical and active, and going periods without eating really isn't a new concept. This is Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast, and I am your host, Bet Lucas. I am a mom of six crazy kids. I work as a VP in a fast-paced industry, and I've been on a health journey. But what does living your big, bold life even mean? Living boldly is having the courage to finally listen and do what your heart has been trying to tell you all along. Maybe it's to take back your health, write the book, go for the job, run the race. And I'm here to help you listen to that voice and to remind you to be you boldly, the world needs you. Hello, welcome to Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast. I am your host, Bet Lucas. Hi, you guys. How are you today? Well, I am here. I've been home alone with the kiddos. My husband is traveling for work, and I'm actually joining him soon at the same event, but I'm not staying as long. We used to travel a lot together, in fact, and as our family has grown, we have now tried to kind of travel separately a little bit more, but we are going to overlap for two nights, so we're going to bring two of our kids with us. Sometimes we do that, sometimes we don't, but if you've been following me this year, I've been trying to take a kid with me on each of my work trips. That was kind of my little, I don't know if promise to them, or it was more uh, just a thing of like, wouldn't that be fun, right? Wouldn't that be fun? So my mom has helped make that possible. My sister Carrie has helped make that possible. Our former au pair has made that possible. And if you think about it, a lot of people here have made that possible. Anyways, I hope all is well in your world. Thank you for all your amazing feedback on Spencer's episode. It's really, really been a positive one. And I think a lot of people have had some really good takeaways from that episode. And I'm so excited for you to hear part two. Thank you also for being so understanding that I've been a little bit quieter. I purposely have been doing that. And I promise you we will get back to every Tuesday episodes. But right now, this has fit really well. Ironically, it is the two-year anniversary of Big Bold Life Podcast, and I have to tell you, I never, ever thought we would hit the listens that we have. It has been really humbling and beautiful and amazing to experience and be a part of. So thank you to each one of you for being a part of that. Today's episode is to tackle a little bit about how I handle exercise and fasting. And I know for some of you who are big time 
runners and maybe you run marathons. My sister-in-law is a fabulous runner. I am not. I was like always last place at cross country meets. I did run cross country in high school because I liked that it made me get in better shape for basketball. Basketball was kind of my jam, but I was never a very talented runner. And I always felt like I was three times the height and the size of all the cross country runners. It was kind of funny. However, I did have one cousin who she is over six feet tall and she ran cross country. She would outrun most of the short girls and definitely me. And it was really, really cool to watch her skills. So I couldn't use the excuse that I was taller than most of the girls, that that was my slow running. My other cousin kind of ruined that for me. Anyways, where I'm going with that is a lot of you have questions around, can I exercise if I'm fasting? How do I exercise when I'm fasting? And today's episode is a bold bite episode. So I'm going to briefly touch on those pretty regular questions questions that I receive from you. And that's very normal, especially if you are newer to fasting. It feels quite awkward or weird that you would exercise fasted, right? Especially if you were raised in the last 20, 30 years where you were told to make sure to have breakfast before you exercise, make sure and have one of those gel energy packs before you exercise, have a protein smoothie or a bar, And I'm not saying you can't do those things. If those things work for you and you find you have the energy you need and you're getting the results that you want, why argue with it? What I'm here today to discuss are for those of you that are trying intermittent fasting, also trying to move your body, and how someone like me applies it in my day-to-day life. That being said, I am not a fitness expert. I don't have six-pack abs. But I do try to implement movement in my day, not every day at the gym, but I do try to stay active. And I'm going to come out and say it. Most of the time, exercise fasting is a mental game, not a physical one. If you think about it, our ancestors went long periods without eating. Fasting wasn't what they called it. It's just what they did. And that didn't limit them from exercising, moving, working on the farm, doing the many things that they had to do to get through their day. Their day was often very active. The things that we take for granted that are easy now, they often had to make themselves. They often had to go far and wide to access. So the concept of moving our body, being physical and active, and going periods without eating really isn't a new concept. It is challenging the concept of snacking all the time and constantly needing food to get energy that we have been bombarded with the last few decades. Also, the fact that our culture has easy access to everything makes it even more challenging, but we cannot use that as an excuse. When it is time to exercise, can you exercise fasted? Most definitely you can. And if you listen to Living Your Big Bold Life podcast, you will find many of my guests do exactly that. When it comes to anything health-related, and especially fasting and exercise while you are fasting, you need to take baby steps. You need to listen to your body, 
but not always your mind, right? Because our mind oftentimes will tell us that we can't do it. We can't climb that mountain. We can't possibly take on this new challenge. We can't possibly not snack every two hours. We can't possibly run a half marathon. And all of us know that so much of trying to conquer that is just getting over this thought process that you can't and start telling yourself that you can. But it doesn't all happen overnight. It's baby steps each and every day. It's trying new things. And some days it works and some days it doesn't. It doesn't mean you're a failure. You might have said, I want to go for 16 hours fasting and you made it to 14 and a half. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. Hey, bravo to you for going that long. Maybe in the past, you would have never even made 10 hours. Maybe it would have just been when you were sleeping is when you weren't eating. You need to give yourself a few more pats on the back as you are taking on new challenges on your health journey. When I was learning to exercise fasted, a baby step that I took is I actually had an early eating window. That means I was eating earlier in the day and closing my window kind of mid-afternoon. And how did I open my window? If you listen to some of my old episodes, you will remember that I opened my window with what we would call a bulletproof coffee, which is actually just a term for kind of higher fat coffee. So I put butter in my coffee sometimes collagen, sometimes MCT oil, sometimes a little bit of vanilla or almond extract and cinnamon. And that would kind of be my quote unquote breakfast. And I would have that before my workout. And I found that that little bit of caffeine gave me a little bit of energy boost. I always felt great during my workouts. And then I would eat a larger mid-morning meal or lunchtime meal. And then I would often have some more food right before I closed my window. So I wasn't doing one meal a day very often. Some people misunderstand that when you fast, that means you are always doing a one meal a day. I actually very rarely do one meal a day. The times I do one meal a day are often if I'm traveling, if I have kind of felt like I've been uh, maybe overdoing it on my eating window or eating too much, or maybe I had an extra glass of wine. Maybe I've been doing too much dark chocolate. So sometimes I'll hone that in, but I very actually rarely do just one meal a day. I actually prefer to do a longer fast and then eat two meals a day. But If one meal a day works for you, I, again, I am not here to change what isn't broken. I'm always here to just provide some new ideas and feedback on things that have worked for me or have worked for others or that I'm trying in the hopes that maybe it helps you on your journey too. So today, what does my exercise while fasting look like? Well, yesterday, I fasted and did my all-day fast, which again, I am not encouraging everyone to do. I'm just giving an example. And when I did that, I went to an Orange Theory class. 
Orange Theory usually has a treadmill running and weight component. I actually prefer the weight component. I'm not a huge fan of doing a ton of cardio. I've found that my body responds really well to more functional movements and weight-based movements. And that's something that mentally it's taken me a long time to kind of have my mind blown about. I used to put in so many miles doing cardio and hours during cardio, and I'm not anti-cardio, but I have found that my return on investment when it comes to lifting weights, doing more functional movements, using the TRX, using hand weights, I'm telling you, is way higher. And as a busy working mom of six, I'm always looking at what is my best return on investment on my time. And I have found that for too many years, I thought I needed to stay on that treadmill when really I've enjoyed the body composition changes, I've enjoyed my weight loss and more through implementing a little bit more strength-based exercises to my day. The additional benefit to strength-based exercises is that I find they don't make you as hungry. So if you are trying to fast and implement exercise, I highly recommend doing more of a strength-based exercise first, especially if this is newer territory for you. Another great option is doing yoga. So still a functional movement, something that provides you strength, but relaxation, and at the same time, isn't a huge hunger trigger. That being said, as you gain more and more experience, you will find that you can do cardio while being fasted. In fact, many of you report back that you run better, you run faster. And I know I use this visual a lot, but think of that lioness when she's hunting. She's hungry. Is she slow? No, she is so, so fast. Now look at the lion after he's eaten this huge meal. What is he? He is very, very slow and tired. So apply that to your mental block that you can't exercise fasted. And the more and more you remind yourself that, oh, yeah, I can exercise fasted. Think of the lioness and the lion. Think of my ancestors. Think of when you feel the most energy. It's often not after having a big meal. So I found the more and more I could apply that thinking to my exercise, the better my exercise while fasting worked. The other thing I will say is that there are going to be days when you're fasting and maybe the exercise doesn't feel right or maybe you need a little bit of an energy boost. A great idea is to have a cup of coffee. Another idea is to have some electrolytes, some flavorless electrolytes. So that is something that has a little bit of sodium, magnesium, and potassium in it. And research has shown that many of us are electrolyte deficient. Many of the foods we have don't have the electrolytes that they once had. Additionally, many of us are hydrating a lot, which isn't a bad thing. But if you think about it, that is peeing out salt and other electrolytes. So that is why I think so many of us feel a really nice boost of energy when we add some flavorless electrolytes to our diet. You can look up some on Amazon, one of my favorite brands that I love supporting Rob Wolf and his team. And I love what they are promoting is the LMNT brand. There are some great flavors and there's also flavorless. 
Just remember, if you follow a clean fasting protocol, the flavored ones wouldn't fall into clean fasting. But it doesn't mean you can't have them, just FYI. Anyways, so can you exercise fasted? Most definitely. If you are newer to fasting or newer to exercise, should you try that all at once? Definitely not. Take baby steps. Give yourself a lot of grace. Get to know your body. Try new things. And also, if you don't know how to do exercises outside of the treadmill and outside of a Stairmaster, make a goal today to learn some new weight-based or functional movements. You will thank me later. I promise you that. I promise, I promise. And so many of my guests have, have testified to that exact same thing. So I want you to try something this week. If you are an intermittent faster and you have never exercised while you are fasting, I want you to go for a walk, jump some rope, do some squats, do some push-ups, try something new, and watch yourself get through a mental block that you can't exercise without eating before. It may not happen overnight, but I know, I know you can do it. So my friends, wishing you all the best on your health journey. I am so grateful you are here. And if you're like me, I'm finding the more and more things that the world is telling me, whether it comes to health, family, my life, my career, most of it is wrong. And I hate to tell you that, everybody. But I find the more I challenge what is being spewed at me through media and other areas of my life, the less I listen to that and the more I listen to my heart, my gut, and God, well, then I'm usually on the right track. The times that I haven't listened to my heart, my gut, and God, well, that's usually when I've went astray. And so maybe you're like me, and you need to hear that someone else feels the same way. And when you're feeling a little bit discouraged on your health journey, turn off the noise of the world and listen to your gut, your heart, and God. Because the world really needs the best version of you. And the best version of you is not an unhealthy version of you. It's prioritizing your health so you can give back the most to this world and feel your best. Okay, my friends, see you next time. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to write a review and push that subscribe button. I also hope you will come hang out with me on Instagram, Facebook, and my new website, betlucas.com. And remember, friends, be you boldly. The world needs you.